Hello, you're welcome to If I Were the Minister for Education from Unsharp.net. Thank you, racists. One year on. I'm recording this episode on the morning of the 9th of July 2022, exactly a year after I was racially abused. Um, I was uh, targeted by uh, two members, uh, or they said they were members of the National Party, who were discussing um, a picture of me which they'd screen grabbed, saying uh, that I had an interesting face and a certain Eastern European ghetto look about me. Uh, I don't think you can take too much of a leap to know what they were referring to when they were saying that. Um, I recorded an episode of uh, this podcast, a part two uh, episode, thanking uh, Professor Edward Conway and Baines the Name, who were the two Twitter users behind uh, these racial slurs. And um, the reason I was thanking them was, I guess, in a way that really, I didn't really care what they had to say. Um, In fact, it took these racists 20 years to find me. I'm not saying it was the first time I was racially abused. Uh, As a teenager, every year in the summer, uh, I was told to go back to my own country. But as an adult, um, (laughs) it just stopped happening. So this was the first time I'd had overt racial abuse as an adult. But as I said, it didn't matter to me because as uh, I discussed um, on the podcast, it was really meant nothing because these guys had no effect on my life. Sure, it was quite shocking um, to some people, though, to many people, to see someone they knew uh, getting overtly uh, racially abused. Uh, and, um, and, and, and that's a kind of an interesting thing in itself. I'm one of um, a very, very few um, people from an ethnic minority in primary school teaching in Ireland. And I'm certainly uh, one who is very, very irregularly racially abused, unlike some of my colleagues who have to suffer this day in, day out. Um, however, because I guess I'm uh, fairly well known uh, to uh, many teachers around the country because of my technology um, training and sometimes because of this podcast and my views on equality, um, I think it took um, a lot of my a lot of people back that someone they knew, someone they might have even considered a friend, um, would have suffered, you know, overt racism. Uh, something you know uh, people might not realise it does happen in Ireland quite regularly um, and then somebody they knew and possibly someone um, I suppose who you wouldn't think of as um, you know being being able to have racist abuse on given the colour of my skin but um, just for those of you who are wondering how can a white guy be racially abused uh, I come from a, a Jewish heritage and anti-semitism would be considered um, a, a racism uh, of sorts so Islamophobia uh, anti-semitism and, uh, and some others uh, will be also fall under the bracket of racism, hence why I'm calling it uh, racism. But I thought what I would do, um, rather than regurgitate what I said uh, this time last year in the, in the parts I recommend, if you I haven't listened to it, just my, my general thoughts on, um, on racism in the Irish education system, uh, you'll find the episode Thank You Racists, part one and two, um, maybe uh, use it on your summer walk. Um, but what I thought I might do was uh, use this opportunity to tell you what's happened one year on. But before I do that, I 
when I was uh, doing the first recording, I described uh, the reaction uh, from people I didn't expect to get reactions from. Now, I'm go not going to name names, uh, but in the um, immediate time after uh, the uh, abuse, I received uh, a number of phone calls uh, from representative body leaders, leaders of representative bodies or partners or uh, stakeholders. Um, and for the first time, despite me going on and on and on about inequality in education for ethnic minorities, for the very first time after that abuse, they asked me a question that I was so grateful to, to hear. And it was, what can we do to help? What can we do to help? How can we help you, Simon? And I guess what I did was I told them. I told them what they needed to help. And to help um, with the problem of racism and institutionalised racism um, in the Irish primary education system, which unfortunately is not a comfortable thing to talk about, but if you offer help, you have to uh, accept uh, the answer you're going to get, uh, which I gave them, um, then I guess you would expect them to do uh, something about it. Uh, there was one particular stakeholder who didn't actually know about uh, this until maybe six months later. And again, their reaction was quite similar. What can we do to help? And again, I explained to them to look at maybe one of their conferences and make sure that maybe there would be some input from uh, someone from an ethnic minority, not necessarily me, but certainly somebody Irish in the education system from an ethnic minority who might explain what it's like to have systematic um, racism uh, put upon you on a daily basis. Um, so really that's my intention uh, today is to tell you everything they've done uh, since um, they asked me how they can help. Um, so I'll do that in a moment. However, I also want to say uh, a thank you, a genuine thank you as well to some people that I, but that aren't representative bodies. Uh, they aren't people who um, are involved potentially in the education system or, and some of them are involved in the education system. I think um, agencies like Children's Books Ireland are a phenomenal organization. And if you haven't heard of them, um, I think uh, they're well worth uh, finding out because you will find books on diversity. Uh, so many of them. Free to Be Me is one of the uh, collections of diverse literature out there for children. And I'd really recommend having a look at their website and perhaps considering buying uh, a number of books in your uh, for your school library or even as class novels. I'm certainly doing that myself in my own school. Um, I uh, was also inspired by a postgraduate um, uh, 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 a certificate that I did this year uh, in DCU um, and uh, again teaching me about ethical education and about controversial issues such as racism and how to deal with it and I feel it certainly rounded my own uh, kind of thoughts on patronage and ethical education and why it's so important but also how um, I suppose how much at the beginning of that conversation we are uh, in Ireland but also internationally where many mistakes have been made so I think uh, really um, a good course and well worth anyone considering, even if you don't work in a multi-denominational school. Um, I also obviously want to thank um, Annie Asgard, uh, my, my, my old pal, my, uh, who's 
been at my side uh, for the last 16 years, the two of us, uh, wondering if we'd ever meet another member of an ethnic minority. And we have a few that we've picked up along the way. But Annie's always at my, uh, by my side, um, helping me out when, you know, when we have a rough time uh, in that kind of area. And uh, But Annie's gone further than that. And even before um, this uh, thing last year, had already uh, written, co-written a number of courses of tackling racism. And, um, and she's also uh, hugely involved um, with direct provision and um, English language uh, support uh, through her work with Elsta. Uh, a super uh, person to know. And uh, finally, I also want to thank uh, the, uh, the, the um, people at St. Columbus College who are running the Research Ed Conference in September. And a very forward uh, thinking organization, if I don't, if not just because they've asked me to speak, but they've asked, um, this is a lineup you need to see. This is what an education conference should look like, where they do tackle diversity, where they do have people in Ireland who are from diverse backgrounds speaking about what it is like to be someone from a diverse background. And I'm really looking forward to speaking to that in September. And uh, one more thing, um, if you are a someone who's in teaching, because there's a conference that's been going on for a long time uh, over the last 20 years, uh, an academic conference at third level, DICE, D-I-C-E, which is a um, uh, I suppose a cross-campus, if I can say that, I don't know if that's the right terminology, of a few colleges that get together to look at um, issues around diversity in uh, education. It's all very much based at third level. There has been studies um, around uh, racism and teacher education and so on. And uh, they're starting conversations about uh, why we don't have diversity in education. And uh, very, um, I hope that keeps going. And again, they choose to speak to people in the system who are suffering, uh, I suppose, what's known as oppression or prejudice in the system. So um, that's kind of uh, what I wanted to say a year on. But what I also wanted to say is, um, I guess, and maybe, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to say things as they are. Um, because what I want to do is I want to use the rest of this episode to list all of the ways the people who rang me from the stakeholders, uh, the representative bodies, and I wanted to list all of the ways they've put in place actions since they asked me how could they help. So without further ado, here they are.
so there you have it. Um, yeah, what more can I say? Um, so listen, that's um, essentially really says it all. Um, and look, a year down, I would love it if the people that said they were going to, they offered help, would um, go through it. I'm not going to name names, um, but you know, I am, I am disappointed because, you know, I mean, I'm, I was very grateful when they rang uh, to offer me help or offer help and asked how they could help. But it's really disappointing when they put down the phone call and say, that's it. It's, it's kind of, I know this virtue signaling, I think it's called, or, you know, it's, it's good as thoughts and prayers or whatever it is. You know, they, they made themselves feel good by saying, wasn't it terrible, 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 Simon? Wasn't it terrible, terrible, terrible? Uh, oh, is there anything we can do for you? And then that's it. The phone call is made and it's down. It was disappointing. Uh, and I mean, I'm writing this, I'm doing, the, I'm doing this episode, I suppose, to make a point because I'm still waiting for the phone to ring. I'm st- uh, to say, do you know what, Simon? You know, I would, I, we, we genuinely do want to help. Um, and can we actually put in place a plan uh, to deal with institutionalized systematic racism in the primary education system? Why we have so little diversity? Um, what did you find difficult? Who else can we talk to? And then go and talk to them and all this sort of stuff instead of putting the head in the sand and essentially thinking you're doing a wonderful job because you um because you just you know made a phone call you know we have to tackle this yes we have a very difficult um education system very tangled up education system and but we're not talking about these difficult things because this the solution isn't easy and the solution may actually cost people in power their positions but we still have to have these conversations it is um 2022 it is over 50 years since um, Yvonne Connolly uh, became the first black head teacher of a British uh, primary school. We had our first uh, person of colour as a principal of a special school because she doesn't have the Irish language. It's a whole other um, argument and a whole part of the, of the, of the story. But we have one, one uh, person of colour who is a principal of a, uh, and it's a special school, so it's not even a primary school. We have no uh, primary school um principles of color and that is deeply worrying um i i would suggest in 2022 and the reason is very simple and the people who are at the table and could do something um are simply not talking to the people that can help them um i give i will give credit uh to the into uh for running their anti-racism courses there is probably as i said the best course you could possibly ever do um and i would i would i would suggest it should be a, um, a compulsory um teacher training for every teacher training uh, college to offer uh, the course on um, anti-racism it's that good uh, i would suggest that every teacher every uh, uh, next summer uh, takes it if they can because uh, it was sold out this year in 2022 which i was delighted to see but it's not reaching the right people it's reaching people like me who um i'm not saying I, I mean, I needed it as much as any teacher, but I wasn't not in any denial that there was a problem with racism in the Irish primary education system. Look, I've made my point. Um, yeah, somewhat childishly, um, perhaps. But, you know, look, it is the silence, I suppose, tells you everything you need to know about how I feel um, about the situation. 
hopefully, and I, again, I, I, do, I say this with, uh, with absolutely no anticipation that will happen, that um, the people who were making the phone calls this time last year will maybe pick up the phone and say, do you know what, look, with COVID and everything else, we didn't have a chance um, to, to really get back onto this. I mean, look, I was promised, you know, speaking at conferences, I was promised symposiums, I was promised uh, we definitely have a chat about patronage, I was promised all this sort of stuff on the phone, but, you know, look, it's amazing how quiet these people get when the, when the heat is on um, and all that, but we need to talk. If we do nothing else, we need to talk. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. There you have it, and uh, we will catch you again next week uh, as we tackle some other issue and um, look forward to speaking to you then. All the best. Bye-bye.